0: Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Verse Breakdown. If this is your first time, thank you so much for tuning in, and please subscribe and hit the notification bell, so that you'll be notified when we make our next video. But the verse we're going to be looking at today is Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, where Jesus Christ said, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So, as you can clearly see, this was the beginning of the Lord's Prayer. And with this first verse, Jesus Christ was teaching us to acknowledge the fact that, though we have physical fathers who physically gave birth to us, we also have a spiritual father, which we should acknowledge. The Bible made it clear that God is a Father. Even though He's a spirit, according to John chapter 4, verse 24, because He gives life, He can be considered a Father. For example, if we read Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God was with Jesus Christ, and He was saying, let us make man in our image. So He was saying, let us create, let us make something. And if we read Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it was said that God breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So by giving life to another creature, He was now a father to that creature in a spiritual and metaphorical manner. And if you read places like Isaiah chapter sixty-four, verse eight, God was considered a father, and that place reads, "But now, O Lord, thou art our father." We are the clay, and thou our potter, and we all are the works of the hands. If you also look at Psalm 68, verse 5, David said that God was a father to the fatherless, because he is a God of justice. He doesn't leave such people who have been abandoned by the world to shame. Rather, he cares for them, because physical fathers care for their children. And when it's said that God lives in heaven, our Father, which art in heaven, it means two things. One, God lives in a heavenly abode. When we look to the sky, which many people think is heaven, it's not that God is actually living in the sky. It's just that when you look up, you're looking to a force that is more powerful, that has more authority than you. And as Saint Paul said in Colossians chapter one and verses fifteen and sixteen, just as how there are visible things and principalities, there are also invisible things. So God is invisible. He's living in His holy temple in heaven, according to Psalm chapter eleven, verse four. And if you also read Psalm chapter one hundred and fifteen, verse sixteen, we can understand this: the heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath He given to the children of men. And we've made a verse breakdown which goes into more detail about that particular verse. So. But it doesn't just mean that, okay, God lives in an invisible place. It means that He has more authority than us. He is the most powerful being. Nothing is too hard for Him, according to Numbers chapter 16, verse 22, and Genesis chapter 18, verse 14, and Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27. So He exercises authority. He's sovereign over everything. Therefore, He's said to live in heaven. And When Jesus Christ said, Hallowed be thy name, obviously that's Old English. Now it would be, May thy name be sanctified. That is, may God's name be glorified. And what this essentially means is that God's will should fulfill and prevail over other wills that oppose His. Now, the question might be, well, why should we pray for that? I mean, how does that really relate to human beings? Well, if you look at the story of Israel, especially when they went like were rescued from Egypt, we can understand how these two have a direct link. God said in Exodus chapter 9 verse 16 that he allowed Pharaoh to come up and be powerful so that when he was to be brought down and humiliated, his name would be glorified. And in the process of his name being glorified, because Pharaoh would be humiliated, the children of Israel would now be free. And if you read the actual event, after the plague of the firstborn, Pharaoh was really humiliated because God had executed judgment on all the gods of Egypt, according to Exodus chapter 12, verse 12. And then Pharaoh let them go. So imagine if the Israelites would have been praying. To God to make or to glorify His name or to sanctify His name, then. God would have answered that prayer by doing what had actually happened, by freeing them from Egypt and executing judgment on the gods of Egypt. So essentially, by the time we pieced this all together, we could see how that first verse of the Lord's Prayer was about us acknowledging the fact that God is above everything, and we should seek His guidance, provision, and protection so that we may build a good relationship with Him and inherit eternal life in the end. And that's where I'm going to stop on discussing that verse, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, which once again reads, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. If you have enjoyed this video, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And if you have any questions about anything that we said in this video, please don't hesitate to leave a question in the comment section below, and we will take our time to address the matter. Have a good day, and God bless you. Oh, one more thing. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to share a voice message at HTTPS colon double slash anchor dot FM slash verse breakdown slash message. Once again, that's HTTPS colon double slash anchor dot FM slash verse breakdown slash message. Hope to see you there.